Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word. Here's your host, Bob Bender. Good afternoon, Colorado Springs, and welcome to Crosswalk Colorado Springs with Dr. Bob. And it's a joy to come into your car, to your home. Those of you listening over your smartphones or computer worldwide, welcome. You're going to enjoy our time together, Crosswalk Colorado Springs. My vision for it is for it to edify you and encourage you and equip you and have some enjoyment along the way. Christians ought to have more fun than anybody on this planet, along with the concerns that are on our hearts. As we think in terms of the Lord Jesus, he was a man of sorrows, and yet he knew how to enjoy the life in the lane the Lord had him to run in, and I pray that for you this Christmas season. It's right around the corner. You get those Christmas lights up, get those Christmas gifts bought, and be prepared for a rich time as we honor the Lord Jesus on his birthday. Well, this Sunday afternoon, we have an exciting opportunity to gather at City Hall for a pro-Israel rally, pro-Israel rally, this Sunday afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m., Colorado Springs City Hall. Andrew Womack will be speaking. Our own Haim Goldman will be speaking. He's from Israel. And so I hope to see you there. The, the producers are thinking in terms of maybe a couple of hundred, but I believe we're going to have 500 people show up. And it's going to be a God-honoring time. We have prayed for the release of some hostages, and the Lord has granted that prayer with over 100. We're going to pray that that would continue, that evil would be eradicated, and obviously civilian casualties minimized, and Hamas, which the word means violence, eradicated from the face of this planet, that we might live in peace as we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Well, as I'm praying through Romans, I came across Romans 8.38 today, and all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. And I tried to live that out today and all the challenges I had. Lord, you've made me more than conqueror through you. And I have a guest in the studio I'm going to introduce in a moment uh, after I pray. But uh, did you know, guest that this word, more than conqueror, is one word in the Greek language. Did you know this? I did not know Well, let me give you some education then. Yes. (laughs) The word in the Greek is hypernikomen. Hypernikomen. Wow. Kind of reminds you of Nike, doesn't it? (laughs) Yes. That's where they got 
Nike, that's where they got their motto. It's where they got their name from the Greek. Wow. It's conqueror. So we in Romans 8, 38 are, we're not conquerors. We're more than conquerors. Mm. Now, how does a person become more than a conqueror? You become more than a conqueror when somebody else has already conquered it. And mm. you're just uh, sailing in on the tales of his victory. Mm. So here, listener, I want to encourage you. You are a hyper Christian. You are more than a conqueror Christian in what you are dealing with, whether it's financial or physical or relational or whatever. And these issues seem to be stronger during this season. Next week, I will be visiting with Dr. Trent Langhofer, and he'll be talking about depression. So don't miss next uh, Thursday's session with Dr. Langhofer on depression. But right now, let's pray. Lord, thank you. We're more than conquerors through you. Lord, this is the day you've made. We're rejoiced to be glad in it. We praise you. We thank you for what you're doing. And we pray for nations around the world, Lord. We pray, O God, may righteousness prevail, may good win and evil lose, because Mm. that's what's going to happen in the end anyway. So, Lord, help us in these challenging days in Israel and Gaza and the Ukraine and in in Sudan, South Sudan. God, our hearts break. Our hearts are breaking. Help us to know what to do, what to pray, how to be involved. At least we can believe in you, our great God, and believe in believing prayer. In Jesus' name, as we pray now, amen, amen. Amen. Well, I want to introduce to you my guest for the show today, Sandeep Mighty. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's a blessing and a pleasure to be over here. It is a blessing and pleasure to have you on my show. I had the opportunity of visiting, as you know, visiting one of my friend's churches when I was, was it last fall you spoke at Academy Christian? Or was yeah, it? yeah. Because I was on sabbatical last fall, so I mm-hmm. got for three or four months, visited a lot of churches here in Colorado Springs, and went to one of my favorite ones, Academy Christian. No, I'm, I, my favorite one's Cross Fellowship. Let me get this straight. <laughs> my favorite one's Cross Fellowship Church. But I, I'm just saying this. I'm just saying this. If I wasn't a member of Cross Fellowship Church, I would be a member of Academy Christian. I love Brian Myers, and I love your message, and that's how we got acquainted. We visited since then. But Sandeep Mighty. Now, you spell your last name how? M-A-I-T-Y. M-A-I-T-Y, and yet you're pronouncing it Mighty. Yes. Well, Mighty, man. (laughs) That's a great name. That means strong and mighty. You know what Bender means? (laughs) A drunk. (laughs) Choose your name well. Oh, man. As we were talking, I have a friend who's gone home to be with the Lord. His name was Peter Lord. I mean, you can't get much better than that, can you? <laughs> well, we, we walk with the names given us. Mm. Well, Sandeep, you are from where? I'm from India, particularly from Calcutta. Calcutta, India. Mm-hmm. Well, you have some stories to tell us, and there are going to be some amazing stories particularly one of God's work and what God is doing through Sandeep's life, even until this day. He is National Director of Development for One Child. Is that correct? Yes, that is right. And One Child is uh, headquartered here in Colorado Springs? Yes, yes. And what is it about? So it's a one-to-one child sponsorship organization. So they are working in 15 different countries, and they want to go and provide hope in hard places. Uh, One child believes in pouring into 
kids that mm-hmm. doesn't have enough and how to provide the eternal hope to these kids and in their community so that they can break generational poverty. Oh, my. Yes, yes. And how many uh, children are we sponsoring? 42,000 kids. Wow, wow. That, this has been going on, what, 20 years? How old the organization is this? Oh, it is 10? more than 50 years organization. 50? Wow, yes. excellent. Yeah. In fact, they started in Calcutta, India. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing, amazing. So I take it then uh, that, Sandeep, you are an immigrant. I am an immigrant, yes, sir. Very good. And you what, you have a, a green card? Uh, what, what is it? Is it called? I'm, I'm totally in the dark here. You're going to have to help me understand. Yeah, uh, I have uh, a green card, yes. Okay. So I'm legally over here. <laughs> well, that's good. We'd hate for, you know, ATF or somebody, FBI, come stomping in here and cart you off. Um, <laughs> so... Um, so you have to go to a, through a process to become an American citizen mm-hmm. when you're from another country. Mm-hmm. Would you briefly explain that process? I'm, I, our listeners probably would be interested to know, especially in light of the challenges we have on the southern border. I'm going to raise that in a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I always encourage people to follow the process legally, you know, the right way to do that, because uh, – People like me uh, is doing it the right way. You know, yes. like you, you have a job, you apply for the job, they provide you a visa or you get a green card or you apply for J1. However, that process looks like that you follow that rule. Sometimes you have to wait for a little bit okay. because uh, there's a lot of people are applying for yes. these visas. You know, a lot of time people doesn't want to wait. And I, I always encourage that, hey, it's a process you have to Follow that and uh, do the right thing, and the government will reach out. And then, in my case, as they provided the green card, and now I have the green card, and then I have to renew it after like eight years. Okay. Uh, so then there is another process to renew it. Okay. Uh, so there, there is a procedure. How long did it take you? It took me... Like a couple of months. Really? Uh, that yeah. You can get it from start to finish? Yeah, yeah. First you get a work permit. Okay. And then slowly you apply and they reach out to you and here we are. Good. Well, we're going to talk about the macro immigration situation and Sandeep's approach to that as well as his story when we return. See you in a moment. Glad you're part of our program today. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word. Welcome back, team. Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful evening. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, no matter what's going on in our lives, because we are hyper Nikomen Christians. We're more than conquerors. Romans 8, 38. Well, I have in the studio a dear friend, Sandeep Mighty, who is an immigrant from India, and you went through the process to become, yeah. I guess you'd call it a naturalized U.S. citizen. So you're a U.S. citizen now, right? No, I still hold a green card. Okay, what's the next process then? What's the, the next step? I'm totally dumb on this process. Thing. What <laughs> the happens next? next? Pro- the next process will be I can apply for the citizenship okay. whenever I want. Okay. And anytime you have, a, at the point you have a green card, of course, there's a process before that work permit, et cetera. Eight, it took eight to nine months for you to, from beginning to get the green card. Mm-hmm. And then when can you apply for citizenship immediately or, or is it a little wait time? Then? Depending upon the case by case, okay. you know, the situation. So for me, you have to wait for like uh, two to three years. Okay. And after yeah. that, you can apply for uh, your citizenship. Very so good. 
yeah, for for my case, I can apply citizenship whenever I want. Wonderful. So, so yeah. Amen. Well, we look forward to that. <laughs> Thank you. I want you as a U.S. citizen. Thank you. Does that mean you lose your Indian citizenship, or can you have dual citizenship? Uh, with India, you cannot have dual citizenship, okay. uh, but India give you a card okay. uh, that is kind of dual citizenship. Okay. Uh, so you can go to India whenever you want. Uh, so, yeah, it's solely on me, like cool. when I want to apply or I don't want to apply. Sure. Hey, I know the Lord will lead you. Yes. Well, how does, how does that make you feel then, Sandeep? Here you, you, you went through the process. It's, it's not an easy process, but it's not an extra hard one. No. It's just steps to mm-hmm. get the green card and mm-hmm. then later on mm-hmm. U.S. citizenship. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about all these folks, and I'll mention some numbers in a moment, who are circumventing the process and aren't, going, aren't jumping through the hoops, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. You know what, what, what I would say about that? Uh, it doesn't matter what I feel. Mm-hmm. It matters uh, what is right and what is wrong. Oh, right. I think that, that that is most important thing. Yeah. Uh, if if there is a process, uh, I think there is a purpose behind that. It's not like somebody is forcing something because they have the power to do that. Yeah. There are reasons why there is a process is in place because we want things to be done in the right way so that we don't want uh, people from <laughs> bad background, and that can be defined in many other ways, yeah. that entering a country that is hazard to the country, sure. yeah. to the citizens over yeah. here, to the common people. So yes. that's why there is a process that, hey, we are vetting who is coming in and who cannot come in. Uh, so that's why there is a process, and I respect that, and that's why I followed the process, and here we are. Well, I appreciate your perspective. I've never talked to a person in this in depth, opening up the process and how they feel about the situation. Obviously, mm-hmm. we uh, we give about one million green cards a year. That's a permanent residency status. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so we, let me, let me be clear. I'm just going to jump here in this issue. We are a nation of immigrants. My dad's name was Frederick Augustus Bender. You can't mm-hmm. get more German than that. <laughs> so we are a nation of immigrants. We, Sandeep, we need, quite frankly, we need immigrants in the workforce because our birth rate is so low, our national productivity depends on it. So we need immigrants. Either that, let's have more babies in order to increase the the workforce. But there's a difference between legal immigrants and illegal immigrants. And that distinction, in my opinion, is not made in the media enough. Mm, mm, And I think we need to make that distinction. And there obviously are uh, special needs, those who request and need and can verify political and religious asylum hardship cases. Yeah. I think they ought to go to the front of the line. You know? yeah. But there is a process. Uh, right now, we are allowing, through the sieve of our southern border, uh, 270,000 illegal immigrants per year. We have approximately 12 million illegal immigrants in the United States. There are 180 terrorists on our watch list mm. that we do not know where they are. That's They're sad. unaccounted for. We are having, in my opinion, literally an immigration invasion. And so it obviously carries with it associate issues 
like terrorism, drugs, and especially human trafficking. Mm. We are investing at my, at my work. We are in, investing like a, like money in a an organization that's developed uh, some type of of X ray machine, so to speak. I'm sure there are others out there. They can just scan vehicles and find whether there's humans in there or not. So we're taking specific steps at our organization, Envoy Financial, to mitigate human trafficking. I think we need to get back to the place George Bush said it best, conservative, conservative, compassionate, or compassionate conservatism, I think was the phrase he used. Mm. There's position and posture. Mm. I think we can take a position on the immigration issue with a heart to help people. Here's my solution, Sandeep. I believe what we need to do, close the border, Mm. establish a baseline, Go to every illegal immigrant in the United States and say, if, if there's some way to connect with them or just ma- make a spam announcement, look, you broke the law. Mm. Come in, pay us 100 bucks. We'll, we will get the process started so you can become a, a naturalized citizen mm. of the United States get a green card. I think we need to get control of this thing in a compassionate way. Mm. To me, that would be the simple answer. Yeah. Close the border, set a baseline, and then deal with those who have broken the law, a, a, a penalty, a tax or something, minimal, so they can get them in the system and, and move on ahead. How does that sound to you? Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair, you know, and it's it's like you reach out to them and you talk with them with with love and compassion. Exactly. and And I hope they, they would understand that, you're coming from a place of agreement, you yes, know? Yes, yes. And a rule of law mm-hmm. with compassion. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel for those. I feel for those folks. My heart breaks for them. There's got to be an answer. And to me, that is the answer. And let them go through the process, help as many as we can. A million a year, that's, that's a good number. Yeah. Well, that's, that's my thoughts. Hey, give us a call, 844 844- 500 word 844-500-9673 give us your thoughts on the immigration issue 844-500-9673 and a question that you have for sandeep as he is national director of development for one child in 15 countries 42,000 children sponsored by one now what does the sponsor mean sandeep sponsor mean that you sponsor a child in a developing nation So you pay $39 to sponsor a child, and they are getting a holistic care. So it's like a discipleship model, you know, like, hey, like, it will be hard to do discipleship in a different country. And I... I totally agree that, hey, once you start sharing Christ to a child, it is easier to disciple to them mm-hmm. rather than discipling somebody that is 60 years old or 50 sure, years old or sure. 45 years old. So you, that's you, what sponsorship you, means. You bend, you bend a branch mm-hmm. when it is young Yep, and it will bend. Yep. You try to bend it when it is old and it breaks. Yeah. Not that old branches can't become <laughs> Christians. It just becomes harder. Yeah. So holistic is what? Physical, spiritual? Uh, what, what does that involve? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, physical, spiritual, socio-emotional, you know, like the educational, whole, educational. Wow. So wow. all these kids come to the program. Uh, we call it hope centers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can define a hope center as a local church, mm-hmm. you know, where they would come because we, we believe in Christ centered program. 
One, so they're uh, associated with a local church embedded in the community where yeah. this child is sponsored. Yes, yes. Someone in that community, a pastor or church member, takes responsibility personally for this child. Right. While we are afar providing right. financial assistance and making that possible. Yep, yep. So you partner with a local church or you partner with a local school that is a Christ-centered school. Wow. Right? So we, we believe it is important to give food, clean water, education, and clothes. But the most important thing is Christ. Amen. We Amen. want to be centered in Christ. And, you know, I can, I can tell you a lot of stories of, of kids that have been through the program and what, what that looks like and wow. what has happened in their life. Yes. And it's holistic change, total mm. holistic change. It, it's, it's hard to imagine, but then again, we can. Yes. Uh, the, a life, total tangent, transient, or the direction of the life is changed from yeah. poverty to wholeness. Now, what happens when they get older? What we happens? sponsor them until what age? Oh, till like 19, 18, okay. Okay. 19 yeah. years yeah. old, so that yeah. you can see their whole life, yeah. how, how that is progressing, wow. right? Well, and once bet. they hit that high school, then we have given all the tools to them to go and be successful oh, yes, in their definitely. society because we believe that you just don't give fish. As you are giving fish, you teach them how, how to, to fish. fish. Great, great. 42,000. Mm-hmm. a lot of, lot of people, a lot of lives. Well, when we return, we'll hear some more stories. See you in a moment. Join us then. Crosswalk, Colorado Springs on 100.7. The Word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. We're talking about immigration. More importantly, we're talking about kingdom impact around the world. And I hope you're a member of a church that's mission-minded, that's an Antioch church, that's a sending church and a giving church. And if you're looking for a church like that, you need to attend Cross Fellowship Church in Black Forest or on Palmer Park and be a part of a church that believes in reaching the nations with the gospel. And Sandeep, that's your passion, isn't it, really? Yeah, yep, yep, 101%. Amen. And you, if you want to uh, engage onechild.org, do so. Check them out. Uh, we sponsor, we, we give 10%. Sandeep, my philosophy, I give 10% of my income to my church budget. And then over and above that, we give to missions, we give to special occasions such as the one we're in. We're raising $200,000 to support our church as missionaries. I believe a church ought to be, and individuals ought to be generous so that we can reach our world. Sandeep, I believe, Mm. as Americans, if if my memory serves me correctly, if a person, if a family makes $150,000, they're in the top 1% mm. wage earners in, in the world. Yeah. In the world. Mm-hmm. If you tag 200, then you're in the top 3% United States. And I believe, Sandeep, some of us as Bible-believing evangelical Christians in the United States who have the capacity to be high earners, I fear we're going to stand before the Lord. Mm-hmm. And Sandeep, he's going to say to us, what were you thinking? Mm. All this money you spent on yourself yep. when the world is dying and going to hell. 
I really believe that. Yeah. He's going to say, what were you thinking? Yep. So be generous. Be an extravagant giver, not just a, a tipper. I, I like to, t- I like to uh, turn tippers into tithers and tithers into uh, total extravagant givers. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my yeah. Mantra. And I'm going to piggyback on that, yeah, man. And I'm going to tell that, yeah. man, like, you know, a lot of time when it comes to giving, yes, sir. Uh, we, we give out of abundance. Yes. You know, there's one kind of giving. Sure, like, yeah. hey, we, we are giving about out of abundance. Yeah. But I feel like the Lord calls us to give sacrificial. Yes. Good word. Because it is easy to give out of abundance. Yes. It is hard to give sacrificially Good when word. you feel the pinch. Yes. Yes. And we need to ask that question to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Am I giving sacrificially? Yes. Or am I giving out of abundance? Good good word. Good challenge, Sandeep. You you one up to me. <laughs> this this is this is my program. Let let me don't one up me anymore, okay? <laughs> I've got a nickel, you've got a dime, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sandeep, you have lots of stories. Mm. One child tell me the story of one child. Who was sponsored and whose life was changed? Give, tell me a war story. Well, if I have to select a story, you know, um, man, of a of a child that was in a sponsorship program. Let's just say just sponsorship program, okay. right? Yeah. Uh, this this family comes to my mind. So let me start with the mom story, right? Okay. So this mom was uh, born and raised this little girl in a small town in Asia and never went to school. Never went to college and uh, born into a caste system, the lowest caste system that exists, and just worked on the field and never got the opportunity to to learn, right? Mm-hmm. And got married when uh, 16 years old. Uh, and then... I, because, uh, would that be common in that? Yeah, in that era. Yeah, in that, okay. in that era, it Man. was, it was common. You have to. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And and dowry system is big, and it, it is the really what? dowry system. Dowry. Okay. Yeah. So when you get married, especially okay. for a girl, okay, uh, in Asia, in some of the countries, uh, let's say India, for example, like you have to pay money, okay, to the boys' family, okay, so that you can get married. Uh, so it's 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 very weird. Uh, I'm but, sorry. I'm sorry. You pay money to the boys' family, yeah. not the Girls' family. No. The so boys' family. The boys' family. In Africa, it is reversed. Okay, okay. In Africa, you I'm give confused. money yeah, okay. to the girls. Okay. But in Asia, particularly in India, you give money to the boys' family. Okay, got it. Uh, because the concept is because they're going to take care of your daughter yeah, yeah. for X number of years. Okay. Uh, so that's why, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And this family was really poor, so she got married, and then later on in life, she gave birth, and... They had a son, only one son, um, but the husband lost job, and they were on the streets Man. of Calcutta. Homeless? Homeless, yes. They were on the street and didn't have anything. In fact, the boy would go for shopping. Uh, never went for shopping in Target, Walmart, but he loved shopping and went for shopping in the city dumpster. Mm. Now, how many, how many in Calcutta are, live like this? A lot. Hundreds, mm. hundreds, mm. hundreds. Uh, and things were really desperate for this little guy. Okay. Uh, in fact, there are times he wouldn't get enough food from the city dumpster, and he had mm. to fight with other little kids mm. to get a little piece 
of bread. Now, that wouldn't is, one get sick? Yeah, because that but, food over there, you yeah. know, is half rotten. Yeah. Um, and then he would come and stand in front of a school thinking how life could be beautiful inside those walls. And he would be told that he cannot stand there because he's dirty and he smells mm. and he doesn't have enough. So he would run to his mom and say, mom, 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 why this is happening? Why I cannot go? And his mom believed on those lies that they cannot make it to their school. In fact, they were told, you're born in poverty. Mm. Most likely you will be dying in poverty. Mm. Mm. And that that was their life. And they didn't know how to come out of mm-hmm. that desperation. What, I mean, the, the story end there? I mean, what, what happened to this boy? Yeah. So this, this boy um, was on the street. And so, see, I, I love the local church, you know. Amen. Amen. I, I believe, it. Sandeep, the, the local church of the Lord Jesus Christ is the hope of the world. Yes. I really believe that. Amen. Jesus is the hope, but the church is the hands and feet and eyes of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So the local church, so as I said, I mean, I believe in the local church. So the pastor comes and served the street ministry and uh-huh. saw this boy and okay. said, hey, uh, do you know Jesus? Jesus loves you. And the boy said, I, I know. I don't know Jesus. And he said, hey, uh, if you're hungry, this is food for you. Mm. So he take every single crumb of that bread, and then says, who is Jesus? You said, Jesus loves me. And the pastor said, hey, let's go to the local church, and we're going to talk about Jesus. And for that boy, that was the first time that he heard about a word or a person named Jesus. Wow. How old was he? He was six years old. Six years old. Wow. 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 And he goes to the local church and experience something that he had never experienced before, a place that he felt protected, Mm -hmm. a place where he felt loved, a place where he got food, a place where he got Jesus. Total life change. Yes. Wow. Wow. And through that act, he got salvation. And he got the opportunity to bring Christ to his community, Mm. to his family, and to his friends. Wow. Now, how do you know so much about this boy, Sandeep? I know so much about this boy because it was me. Oh, you. What a story. Powerful story. Well, when we return, you'll listen to see how Sandeep is being used of the Lord to multiply his story and maximize it to build the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, on 100.7, The Word. Welcome back, team. Crosswalk, Colorado Springs with Dr. Bob. And Sandeep Mighty from India. What a story, Sandeep. What a, you are a trophy of um, God's grace. I mean, where would you be had that pastor not taken that initial step? I mean, I, how, many, how many people are in India now? 1.3 billion? Yes, 1.3 billion. Uh, man, if, if that p- pastor wasn't following his calling... Um, where would you be? I, what would I, you be doing? What I, would your lifestyle be, Sandeep, in India had that pastor not talked to you? To be honest, I won't be sitting down over here. To be honest, I won't be alive. Because in that wow. season, I have seen kids 
literally dying on the streets of Calcutta. Mm. It was that desperate and yeah. it was that horrendous. Yeah. And when you're desperate, you do desperate things and that just puts you further on the edge of trouble. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes, you know, it is hard to follow your calling. Many yes. a time we think, no, I cannot do this because uh, we rely on our own understanding yes, and our own strength. Yes, sir. But a lot of times we want to just control our circumstances rather than submitting our circumstances word, to our buddy. Lord. I believe that pastor submitted his life to the Lord mm-hmm. that took him on the streets to disciple to these kids that never heard Christ before. Wow. And it all came about because of a sponsorship yeah. of a child, and that child being you. Mm-hmm. And you have the opportunity. You know, God never wastes an experience, does he, Sandy? No, never. Never wastes a story. Our story becomes God's story. Mm-hmm. And you then became a director of development for one child. Mm-hmm. So you were called into the ministry briefly. When did that change occur? Yeah, so in, uh, oh man, in um, 2013, around that time, you know, I got the privilege to come to the United States uh, to share about my story, and that was the time um, I was in different, like, camp setting and, you know, university or church, all of that, and loved what God was doing through me. Mm. I was never a public speaker. I, I never got any training or nothing. Wow. Like, that wasn't... You're a natural. Uh, the, I mean, God equipped you. Yes, yes. And it, it is all God. I, mm. I cannot say that, oh, man, it's, it's just me have done blah, 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 mm. and now I am over here. Like, it's, it's, it's not my strength. But I always say God doesn't always calls the qualified. He qualifies the called. Amen. If Amen. you are called... He will provide you and equip you what you need. Mm-hmm. And we have to always rely on him. As I said, just submit. Yes, Learn yes. how to submit to him. And he will turn trash into treasure. Trash into treasure. I mean, that's literally your story. You were, mm-hmm. you were raised in the trash dumps of Calcutta. Mm-hmm. And now you're our treasure, and you're sharing that treasure with others. I like that challenge. He wants our availability more than our ability. Mm, not many wise good. are called, not many noble, not many rich. Yeah. Didn't say not any, but he did say he did say not many. Yep. Sandeep, I couldn't even give an oral book report in high school. I was so shy. <laughs> so now you can't you know, keep me from quit, quit talk, me talking. So where he guides, he provides. What a wonderful story, wonderful challenge. Well, what's your life verse? What verse do you like to... This is the word we appreciate a while ago, Chuck Swindoll, telling our folks we are the word here, 100.7. Give us a word, bud. Yeah, yeah. So Mark 10.45. Okay. The Son of Man didn't come over here to be served, but to, but to serve. Mm. And I just love that. And to give his life a ransom for many. Yes. Yes, yes. And Great many a times, you know, I, I just go back to that moment of that pastor that came to serve that day and didn't feel like how I will be served when Sandeep accept Jesus. As a six-year-old, you're talking. Right. Wow, wow. And he wasn't thinking about a transaction. He wasn't thinking about what he will get. He was over there, 100% with pure heart, Mm -hmm. 
to serve, mm-hmm. right? Didn't think that I am white, I am black, mm-hmm. I am brown. Didn't think mm-hmm. what religious background I come from. Mm-hmm. What he saw was this little kid on the street of Calcutta need support. Mm-hmm. Because sitting down on that street, yeah. I thought... Man, I'm a season of delay. There's nothing is happening. There's nothing is happening. And I'm being denied day after day, hour after hour, minute after minute. But this is what I say. His delay is not denial. Good word. Good word for somebody listening. Delay is not denial. Hang in there. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. are a hypernicoman Christian more than conqueror. Amen. Might not seem like it, but our attitude is so important, Sandeep, as we approach things. And that pastor's attitude, one of service, he was the hands, the feet, the voice of Jesus. Yep. And he's using you to do the same thing with onechild.org. Check out the website, and there you'll have an opportunity even sponsor a child, just go there and get information, whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would encourage to our listeners that please go and check out onechild.org. There are tons of kids from India and other places, and man, they they need Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, I can tell you things are desperate. They they need food. They need clean water. They need clothes. Uh, Christmas is over here. We are all excited. We are going for shopping, but we got to think about kids. They are going for shopping in the city dumpster. That is not okay. That is not okay. And in this season, can we give eternal hope to these kids by sponsoring a child? $39 a month, is that what you said? $39 a month. It changes the life of a child overseas. Yes. Just imagine, like, if if we sponsor a child today, we we sponsor as a family seven kids. Wow. Seven children from different countries. connect with them personally? You have pictures or something? How does that work? Oh, yeah. So you you, you sponsor them, and then you write letters to them. Okay. So that's where the discipleship model comes in, where you write letters and share verses and share Christ with Mm them. Mm -hmm. And I always say the bigger picture is you are just not writing and discipling mm-hmm. to this particular child mm-hmm. you are writing and discipling to the whole family yes. you can yes. address to the mom you can address to the dad and say hey in this letter i want to encourage you dad i want to encourage you mom i know things are tough mm-hmm. but you are not described and your identity is not in your job your mm-hmm. identity is not Poverty, your identity is in Christ. And let me talk about Christ with you. Good word, good word in our family. As I said, I believe 10% goes to the church Mm. ministry budget. That's the storehouse. And then we begin giving. We give over and above that to uh, any project that we have in our church, whether it's uh, building a building or missions. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, we support a halfway, Hope is Alive, Christian Halfway Ministry, as well as supporting uh, two children in Ethiopia. So think about that. Think about being generous this Christmas season over and above to help the least, the lost, Mm. the lonely, the left behind, the left out that it's unimaginable it's 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 beyond our experience sandeep i i can't yeah. i can't go where you went mm. uh, cuz i've never been there now 
if you had one thing to say to our listeners, you might have already said it, but let's say it again. Mm. What would it be, Sandeep? One thing you would say to our listeners, what would it be? I would say you're over here for a purpose and a reason. And his delay is not denial. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have to reach to the unreached. And if we can go and reach these kids that are in abject poverty, I encourage you to do that because they will be breaking the generational poverty. So go and sponsor a child today. Amen. OneChild.org. Let's be generous in this Christmas season. I love you. God loves you. Have a great evening. Sandeep, you're a rock star. Thanks for being here. Hey, thank you so much. Have a great night. God bless everybody. Seven, the word. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525.